Hello, it is Thursday, June 10th. I am Trent Reinsmith, and this is another edition of the Come On Now MMA podcast. And not really much to say in the intro here, so get right to it. Nate Diaz is fighting Leon Edwards in, well, on the UFC 263 fight card on Saturday. It's a five-round welterweight fight, non, obviously non-title. Uh, not the headliner. There's two title fights coming after it, but it's a pretty anticipated fight. And Diaz um, said that win or lose, he's going to fight for the title next, which doesn't seem to make any sense, doesn't seem to be feasible at all because you have Colby Covington and Leon Edwards and Michael Chiesa. All those folks would probably be before Diaz. However, let's take a look at things and remember that Nate Diaz is kind of a special kind of guy. He he basically spoke the BMF title into existence. So here's what he had to say to Rolling Stone about fighting for the title. I don't care if I lose. I'm still fighting for the title. The plan is win here and then we'll see who's next for me. I'm rolling with the punches right now, but whatever I'm going to do, it's going to be bigger than anything anybody's going to do. And so I... I'm, I'd like to kind of shrug and laugh it off, but Nate Diaz is Nate Diaz, and he got a fight with Conor McGregor out of the blue, beat him, spoke the BMF title into existence, didn't win it, but made it happen, and so maybe this maybe this actually works out, and Nate Diaz slides into a welterweight title fight. I don't know. I don't think it'll happen, but with the way this guy operates and the way things work out for him sometimes... It could happen. Um, I also think that there's a definite possibility if, that he pulls the upset on Leon Edwards. And I saw odds as high as him being a, uh, a plus 600 underdog. If he pulls that off and cuts a, a promo, not unlike the one he cut on Conor McGregor, that um, the you're taking everything I work for, if, if he cuts another one like that, I can say it's a 95% chance that he's going to jump over Covington and get the next title fight. So this might be the most important fight of Nate Diaz's career. I don't know. Um, odds are definitely stacked against him, but again, something he's been the underdog in his last seven fights, and he's 4-3 and three in those fights. So again, I'm not counting anything out. I'm definitely picking Leon Edwards to win, but... Nate Diaz is going to Nate Diaz sometimes, right? Speaking of Nate Diaz and Leon Edwards, this is the first non-title, non-main event fight that's scheduled for five rounds. And Dana White spoke to TSN's Aaron Bronstetter about it. And this is what White had to say. I mean, listen, this was one of those fights. They asked for it. They wanted to do it. Plus, they got bounced around a couple of times. Edwards had the worst luck of anyone in the sport in the last year and a half, so we did it. I'm not saying we're going to do it again, but I'm not saying we're not going to do it again either. So I am vehemently opposed to five-round. I'm just opposed to five-round non-title fights. I don't even think a a, a five-round main event should happen, and this is why. Because look at what's happening to Paula Costa. He's not getting paid five-round main event money, and the UFC's telling him to go pound sand. The UFC pay structure is based on wins and 
an amount of time in the UFC. It is not, for the most part, outside of title fights, it is not based on placement on the card. So if you have a fighter who is 20, has 30 fights under their belt and is fighting on the prelims, that fighter is going to make the same as a fighter who has 30 fights under their belt and is fighting relatively the same based on wins and all that jazz. But they're not going to move. The fighter on the prelims is not going to get paid any more or any less based on placement on the card than the fighter on the main card who has the same amount of time, same amount of wins. Their pay is going to be relatively the same, and I don't think that's right. I think um, that time, yeah, time should count. But time should count, and so should wins, and so should ranking, and so should placement on the card. These things all need to be factored into a fighter's pay. Right now, the UFC kind of uses a, it's basically a chart that says when, and you, if you have this many fights and you win your next fight, you get bumped up to this. If you don't, you stay the same or you get a minor bump. But it's everything is really structured as far as pay goes. The ranking is not taken into account. The placement on the card outside of the title fight is not taken into account. And that is unfair. Because if you're a fighter who is, say, this Diaz Edwards, they are going to get paid the same here as for a five-round fight as they would for a three-round fight. And that's not fair. A five-round fight takes more preparation, takes more in different training, it takes more in different time, and there's more expected of a fighter in a, main, in a five-round fight. All those things mean more expenditures on the fighter's end. And a five-round fight is also going to take more out of you in the long run. And so you should be paid more for a five-round fight, even if it's a non-title fight. But that's not how the UFC operates. The UFC operates on a strictly this, this. Everything is kind of put in a, you know, an Excel spreadsheet and work from there. It's very simple. It's very easy. And it's one of the reasons that fighters right now probably don't need managers because it's very structured. And the UFC is not going to break from that unless somebody makes them do that. So is that going to be Costa? Probably not. Because you saw Gastelum jump right in to fight Cannoneer when Costa said he had never signed and he didn't he wanted more money. Uh, but when you see fighters complaining that they're not paid enough, this is one of the reasons. Just because of the structure of the payouts and the way the pay works in the UFC. Ranking and placement on the card should be considered. They're not. They need to be. That needs to change. It's always been a gripe of mine. And the UFC will say, well, we're getting you exposure on... ESPN. Well, exposure doesn't feed your kids because it doesn't lead to bigger opportunities in 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 sponsorships because the UFC's cut that out of the out of the out of the equation. Had the sponsorships still been in there, okay, well then you have an opportunity to make more money. You don't have that opportunity anymore. The UFC will say that you do, but the reality is if you can't wear your sponsors in the cage or during fight week, you're not going to get a lot of money for sponsors. You're just not. And so this is a gripe. I think Costa's in the right. I don't think it's going to matter. But this is another way the UFC screws its fighters. It's wrong, and they need to open up a little bit more uh, pay structure-wise and consider other things than wins and time in the UFC. Probably not going to happen. Definitely should happen.
Um, Cannoneer spoke about this kind of uh, because he was the one that was supposed to fight Paul Acosta. So he spoke about it a little bit, and here's what he had to say, and this is uh, to Submission Radio. Radio? Radio. Well, I don't know how much he's getting paid per fight, but it's a common argument. MMA fighters, UFC fighters, MMA in general fighters don't get paid as much in comparison to the organizations or the promotions are getting paid. So yeah, I mean, I understand the argument. I can't hate on him or knock him or chastise him for having his stance. It's a very bold stance to say I'm not going to fight unless you guys pay me some more money. But yeah, someone has got to fight for us fighters to get paid more. And I'm not going to turn down a fatter paycheck either. So it is what it is. It's his choice. With that being said, he has to be able to deal with the consequences of that, not fighting and maybe even losing his position. He's ranked number two right there. He's just fought for the title, so he's right there. He can get right back in there with a few wins. But once you get a title fight, that's when you start getting pay-per-view points. That's when I hear the money starts rolling in. I wouldn't know. I'm not there yet. So Cannonier covered a lot of ground in those two paragraphs, a lot of ground. And so let's consider some of the more important parts of what he said. Um, he understands why Costa took that stance and won't chastise him. Here's the part that bothers me a little bit about this is someone's got to fight for us fighters to get paid more, Cannonier said, which, come on, you have to fight for you to get paid more. You can't rely on somebody else to do it. And that's one of the problems we're seeing here. As soon as one fighter steps up, someone moves in to replace them, and no no ground ever gets taken up. It's it's always goes right back to where it was. It'll make a headline, it'll make Dana White yell, and it'll be forgotten as soon as, in this case, Kelvin Gastelum steps up. But Cannoneer can't count on Costa or anyone else to fight for their pay either. This has to be a concerted effort. It has to be a, a everybody all for one or else it'll never happen the fighters don't understand that or refuse to acknowledge it or the pay is so low they folks like cannoneer can't afford to take a stance which i think it's fighters can't afford to take a stance is what my gut tells me is going on here um not going to turn down a fatter paycheck not going to get offered a fatter paycheck if you don't do anything about it um, and the, the part here that I think this is what the UFC relies on a lot is the consequences of not fighting. Now you're out of the mix. Now the UFC has a bad taste for you. They know you're, they're going to label you a quote unquote problem. They're not going to work with you in any way. And they're going to try and do whatever they can to belittle you and bury you. And that's exactly what we saw here with Costa. He was a fighter who was 13-0 and 0 before he lost to Adesanya. And he had um, two fight night bonuses in the fights before he fought Adesanya. And what did White say? You, you stank in your last fight. Doesn't consider everything that happened before then. But your last fight, a title fight against some, someone that people are saying is might be one of the better middleweights in UFC history. You lost to him as has every other middleweight in, in the UFC that's fought him, and you stink. That's what Dana White, the promoter, told um, Costa and all the fans. So they'll bury you. Uh, they don't care about you. All they care is about you fight, and they make money off your back. Um, and so those are the consequences, and he will have to deal with them. And that's, I think, one of the reasons no one 
steps up in a big way is because they all know that Dana White is extremely vindictive and nothing's going to change. The part that might bother me the most about this is once you get a title fight, that's when you start getting pay-per-view points. That's when I hear the money starts rolling in. Now look at Costa. If he's getting, if he was getting three twenty-five, and he's coming off a title fight, maybe he got paid more for the title fight. But I don't know if he gets points. Maybe he got paid more for that. Maybe he got a half a million for that title fight. But as soon as you lose the title or a title fight, you go right back down to where you were in the in the Excel spreadsheet of UFC pay. You don't keep that pay. You don't make five hundred for the title fight, lose the title fight, and then stay at five hundred as your base. That does not happen. Just like when you're a champion. If you lose that championship, your pay goes down. And so the promise of higher pay with a title fight is an empty promise, especially if you lose. So the, the UFC dangles that carrot, but if you lose you had one half decent payday, and you're back to where you were. If you lose, you got to go through all the rigmarole to get back up. And how many people actually get UFC title fights to begin with? Not many. And so my message to the fighters would be, get your money when you can. Try and rene renegotiate when you can. Trying to get paid when you can. Don't wait. For the UFC. Don't believe what you hear. Believe what you see. And what you see is a number on your check. So make that your goal. Get paid. Don't believe what the UFC tells you is, oh, just wait for your title fight. You might not get that title fight. And then where are you? You're broke. You're broken. You have no health insurance. And you got a pocket full of empty promises from the UFC. Who does not care about you once you stop fighting for the UFC? So my advice would be get your money when you can. Don't wait for the, for the title shot that might not come. And if you get an offer for more money from another promotion, take it or and or use that to try and get more money from the UFC. Fight out your contracts when you can. Renegotiate when you can. Boost your pay any way you can. But don't trust the UFC. It's it's not a wise decision. It, it's not. Um, that's all I really have for today. Not a lot going on because of the big buildup to UFC 263. I will have the news podcast, the weekly news podcast tomorrow. That I have a lot of stuff for. It just didn't, uh, I could have included it in this, but um, it would have just been a lot of small stuff, maybe some goofy stuff. Uh, but I'm going to try and save those things for the Friday and the Saturday um, news wrap-up. Hopefully that does something. Uh, and until then, everyone stay safe.